Hello, 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 people. Welcome to the Shiny Happy People podcast. It's time for another Insights 10 in 10 session. Our topic of discussion for today's podcast is stakeholder management. So we're going to get a little bit more deeper. It's an absolutely essential skill for anybody working in an organization context. So more into our 10 best practices right after this break. So our topic is stakeholder management. Uh, And stakeholder management is an absolutely critical component to the successful delivery of any project, program, or activity that a professional does in an organization. So it's such a critical and essential skill uh, for us to do because none of us get stuff done on our own and we need others to be able to collaborate with and work with in order to achieve something. So what is a stakeholder? There's a whole bunch of stakeholders in any work that we do, right? So stakeholders are any individuals groups or organizations that can affect or be affected or even maybe perceive themselves to be affected by an activity or a program. So for a professional to be successful, we've got to get our ducks in a row. We've got to get all our stakeholders aligned towards the objective. There's a great quote by Sheryl Leo, who's an entrepreneur, who said that the best way to minimize disagreement is to make sure that all stakeholders are in the room. Well, I just want to say that you can get stakeholders in a room. It could easily just disintegrate into a disagreement and conflict conversation. And there goes our program. So let me share with you some 10 best practices to get more effective in stakeholder management. First, connect with mutual contacts to learn more about your stakeholder. It's always good to understand them before we reach out to them, understand what's their, what makes them tick, uh, what what their needs are, so then you can possibly think about aligning your message to them. Second, consciously work on expanding your network. What that means is if you know your stakeholders before and they know you, you are probably going to find it a little bit more easier to influence them. Um, so the people with strong networks often tend to uh, find it easier to in stakeholder management as well because they have built that network and they know them. Third, step back a little bit and create a stakeholder map. You know, look at the power and interest matrix. Uh, If any of you are interested in the concept of stakeholder mapping, we'll put a couple of uh, uh, resources out there for you. But create a power and interest matrix to see which stakeholders can support you to which extent who's for, who's against, who's neutral on your idea. This is all done even before we go and approach uh, our stakeholder. Step number four. Before talking to your stakeholder, outline clearly what you, the task or proposal you want from each stakeholder and how you will measure if that need is met. So what that means is when you take a look at your stakeholder maps, Take a look at each one of them 
and see what do you need from each one of the stakeholders. Is it just an approval? Is it something you want them to be actively involved in the implementation of the program? It's, it's not just, uh, uh, do you need them to influence other people? Do you need them to be an ambassador? Do you need them to be a sponsor? So not all stakeholders are the same. So you need to find what you want, what you want each stakeholder to do and be clear of your ask of them even before you go and talk to them, right? So this is very, very critical. Step number five, or best practice number five, is before even going and talking to your stakeholder, outline clearly what might be each of their needs from you, from the project, from your proposal you're making, and what, if anything, you can do to ensure that want is met. So in, in case that sounds complicated, here's a very simple way to look at it. Step back and think about what's in it for them, right? Uh, you, you hear the expression in the professional world, uh, walk in their shoes. So this is this step where we're asking you to step back and think about what's in it for them. Why would they want to be an ambassador of this program? Why would they want to approve this budget? Uh, what's in it for them? How does it meet their objectives and their uh, KPIs? So we've covered five best practices. Um, remember, stakeholder management skills are some of the most highest in demand skills. And the first five steps that we've talked about is, if you think about it, all planning. You haven't even spoken to them. It's all about planning and essentially doing a little bit of stakeholder expectations management. Now, let's start into going into actually thinking about communicating with our stakeholders, going and having those conversations. So that's where best practice number six comes from. Before you go and actually talk to each stakeholder, look at your ask from each stakeholder's perspective and brainstorm reasons from that stakeholder's viewpoint that might be risks for them that could cause them to say no or not want to collaborate. So remember I talked about putting yourself in their shoes. So the thing here is if you are in their shoes, what? why would that stakeholder want to say yes or why would they actually want to say no to you? So in essence, we're all familiar with this concept of frequently asked questions. So here you're actually planning what are the frequently stated objections that you might encounter and how can you be better prepared to counter those objections or at least plan for those objections. So this is still a planning step and this will take us to step number seven or best practice seven. This is where we actually start reaching out to our stakeholders. So this is where you initiate conversations but the best practice is initiate those conversations with an open and very flexible mind to understand the stakeholder's viewpoint first before you share yours. So ask before you share. So in essence, maybe it's walking up to a stakeholder and say, hey, uh, we, we need to get this done uh, or this is an objective that's come up. What are your thoughts about it? Listen to their viewpoint before you share your viewpoint as to why this needs to get done. Right. Step number or best practice number eight, keep the focus of the conversation 
on the outcomes you're after and what they are after. It's very easy in stakeholder conversations to go off on tangents. And it's really, really important that we keep bringing the conversation back to what your goals are and what the stakeholders' goals are. Uh, you know, as George Bernard Shaw once said, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. And when you're in the midst of communicating, or you think you're communicating, there's a lot of ideas and exchange uh, ideas and words being exchanged. How much? How many of them are relevant to the focus on the focus that needs to be there? So just keep making sure that communication is targeted and not goes off too much on a tangent. Best practice number nine. Communicate extensively on what is important and relevant for them and what they want to hear. So this is a little bit linked to seven and eight, just talked about. Uh, this is where you have your bullet points and you may have to communicate not just verbally, but you may have to have uh, data to send to them well, that's relevant for them. When you heard them out, they may say, well, I'm, I'm okay with this if we're able to do this or if I understand how this is going to impact uh, the project or whatever it might be. So be prepared to do a lot of back and forth on sharing additional information that might be important and relevant for them that maybe you hadn't thought of. And last but not least, best practice 10 is about keeping lines of communication open. Stakeholders can change their minds. Um, stakeholders might take longer, they might revisit a decision. So it's always important to err on the side of caution in case of delays. So essentially, if you take a look at these best practices, there's a lot of important skills that get roll in. Communication, planning, expectations management, some negotiation skills, needs assessment, and the end of the day, it's all about problem solving that meets a business need. And that's where stakeholder management comes in. You're listening to the Shiny Happy People podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platforms. This podcast is sponsored by C2COD, your organizational development consulting partner, bringing people and strategy together. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook using the handle at C2COD and get updates on our upcoming episodes. And that was another Insights 10 in 10 all about stakeholder management. Hope you found that useful. Now, again, folks, if there are specific topics that you want to get more insights on, don't forget to drop us a line on uh, podcast at c2cod.com. Uh, love to get your feedback and if you're finding them useful tell us what we're doing well what we could do differently and if and if i sucks let me know um, so stay tuned for next week where we've got a really cool guest uh, a facilitator an innovator somebody who does some awesome work around design thinking joining us all the way from austin texas uh, to share some of his journey in in this work with that, it's over and out. <laughs>